You're listening to the Pitch Invasion Podcast, the podcast for football travelists. We're back on a pitch invasion and we're going to go straight into La Liga. The strange La Liga season does continue and Real Madrid, after a good four games under new coach Solari, have, I guess, well been brought back down to earth and quite humbling as well. Eibar 3, Real Madrid no. There's a scoreline I never thought I'd say. That's a very embarrassing scoreline. I think that's the kind of scoreline that gets any coach fired. <laughs> you know, I did say, I don't know what... Perez and his team are, are doing. Yeah. I think Real Madrid needs to go get a, a coach. And as much as they gave him a contract that says, you know, he sees the team out at the end of the season, I, I can bet you that um, he's probably going to be fired in December. Mm. And they'll get, they'll, get, they'll get another coach. In fact, Real Madrid... You say December, that's in four days' time. Yes, Real Madrid fans... <laughs> Real Madrid fans even had this banner calling for Mourinho and I'm thinking, oh, Please, you know, oh, take off. I don't get it, but... They you know, clearly the, don't watch the Premier League. The point is... The machine. The, the, point, machine. the point is, which <laughs> manager... He's available for, for, for Real. They don't want Conte. No, no, uh, take Conte. Uh, no, no, no. Here's what's going to happen, right? Real Madrid, I think they've they've just written the season off. Um, to me, it, it what's... Already? Yes, what signaled that... They're still in the Champions League. No, no, and they're still the Champions League, Here's what signaled that for me. They've written the season off. They lost Zidane and they lost Ronaldo. I think they were resigned to say, look, guys... We're going to rebuild. It's not going to be this year. It's going to be next year. Remember, they didn't bring in anybody to replace Ronaldo. Yeah. Right? All the best they could do was just to sign uh, Coutois. Mm. Right? And I think they said, guys, you know what? Um, for the sake of financial fair play or whatnot, you know what? Let's keep all our money in our reserves. We'll keep the Champions money, uh, Champions League money we got last they have season. Money. They didn't have a problem. No, 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 no. They do. They won't have... Watch where I'm PSG going PSG was supposed to pay them. They, said, they said, no, don't worry. Watch where I'm going with this, right? They've kept their money this season. All the Champions League money, league position and so forth. They said, guys, this season, we'll just sign Couture. Keep it easy. Next season, boom. 800 million. Who are they Bape, Hazard, so-and-so. Neymar. And so-and-so. Whoever, right? That's why I think this season they're, they're contempt to say, you know what? It's gone. We're not going to win the league. It's fine. But let's just make sure we finish in the Champions League. And next season, we're going to unveil the Galactico Supreme. They're going to probably spend close to a billion <laughs> right next season in players. Because they need to do a wholesale clear-out. In they've got, they've yeah, got they a good do. deal as well. They've got a, they a, good, they got a, good, a good deal from, from Adidas for their, yeah. their shirt. Which was so that's why I think United's, this season for me, uh, I, I think they've also kind of just said, you know what? It is what it is. You know, we lost two great uh, people and a coach and a player. And next season, guess what? We'll bring Poch too. Is it, okay, it is what it is to such an extent that you lose 3-0 to Eibar? You know what, Lozzy, when it rains, it pours. So <laughs> I don't think they, they care that much yet, mm. right? I think the issue will come when they don't, you know, look like they can make the Champions League, which yeah. I'll be very surprised if Real Madrid don't get into the Champions League, you know, despite the squad that they have. Yeah. They should get in the Champions League. But I think they're saving all their eggs in one basket for next season. Mm. Pochettino coming in with Mbappe, with Hazard, Kane, and who, who else under the sun they can sign. That's what I think is going to happen with them. Well, on the other side of, of, of Madrid, uh, Atletico were literally mere moments away from, from a, a big win as far as they're concerned. It would have taken them to the top of La Liga after a very slow start to the season. It wasn't to be though, and a very strange dynamic that's going on at Barcelona at the moment for me with the whole uh, Dembele issue, because every time he's come on, on, you know, from the bench, he's actually made a very scored good winners or equal, and, and he scored and he scored very good goals. He's got very good good goals. I mean, I was looking at the at the table um, after the games, mm. and I'm thinking to myself, you know, 
I haven't seen the La, La Liga like this yeah. in a very long while. Even as bad as Madrid has performed, they're not too far off from no, from, not at all from the top. So um, it's it's a very crazy season, and I, and I hope that by the time they they go on the the usual summer break, uh, winter break, they mm. they'll come back and there'll be there'll be some movement in the yeah. in the in the transfer market. But and, and let me go Madrid. You know that was a game that that that's. They should have won. They're giving them a big boost. Mm. But usually in, in, in Spain, um, if you tie with the team, head to head comes to play. So yeah. that was the moment that yeah. they had to try and do something on, on Barca. But I, you know, I, I was I was I was fairly disappointed in them. And this is why I felt I felt as if they went back to Atletico Madrid of maybe three four seasons ago, where they were like, "We are not going to attack you." But this we we're gonna stop you from playing. This is why I was saying that. And I was really, you, uh, really what I appreciate about Pochettino is mm. that when you look at Spurs, when they score one, the Spurs of yeah. yesteryear yeah. get that one, keep it calm at the mm. back. Let's see if we can just you know cut them out and they could have scored Atletico six. Goals. Did not look like they wanted no, to go for six. It was it was terrible and to me. You know that's the one thing against Barca because when you drop back for Barca, mm. that's where they enjoy that space. Of yeah, you. Barca doesn't defend not now. Exactly. So if you put them under pressure, the the reason why, why you know, a team like Barca, for instance, will suffer against like Liverpool of last season, will be no team usually attacks them. There was a friendly game they played. I think it was preseason, mm. and they got beat, beat like four 0 what, what do you find with with Barcelona? Even when Chelsea, the season Chelsea won the Champions League, Chelsea was very ultra defensive. But when they needed, when they actually attacked Barca, mm. they got something out of, out of that game because they not. Mentally, they're not prepared for anybody who will ram whatever through them. And that's why yeah. Sevilla was, was always the team that gave them hell in, yeah. in the in the well, Champions League. That's how they, they uh, lost to to Real Betis exactly. for three. Yeah. So it's 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 um it's a very interesting season, and uh, yeah, I hope we get a new champion. Not that it's not Real Madrid, Atletico, or Barcelona this season. I, I would have I would have loved to see Atletico in this game. Be like, you know what? We are we are. A lot of people underestimate how good we are going forward. We know they've got the weapons as well. They should have, you know, you know what I mean. They should have. They would have at least gotten three goals against Barcelona had they been a bit more abrasive. Going and maybe forward. that's the apprehension on the top clubs getting Simeone, is that it Simeone is, doesn't look like the sort of manager that can come into a team mm. and you know put three, four you know, past opposition. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, you look at all the, the top leagues in the world, like in the Premier League, for example, when you when you got your momentum going, you need to put your foot down on yeah. your position. Because in the Premier like you saw with Chelsea and Liverpool, Chelsea just didn't, you know, go for the second or the third or mm. the fourth and they left and they it late. It. And yeah. then Sturridge comes with the equalizer and they yeah. drop two points. So a, a manager like Simeone, maybe that's what, you know, the other teams are looking at him and thinking, you know what? He's a good manager defensively, yeah. but you know what? When I play a Bayern Munich, when I play a Real Madrid, a Man United, a Man City, I need to put three, four past these guys because I know they're going to score two or three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think we did touch on this earlier this season as well in saying that, you know, for, for Simeone, maybe I, th- I, I personally believe his time at, the, at Atletico has come to an end. He's signed a contract as well. And, and that's, that's so. a, it's a big issue because it means for the next couple of years, they're going to play the way they've been playing for the last six years which as talented as they are it's about we can soak up the pressure we are better defensively than we are going forward which is a shame for again touching on what we mentioned last week Antoine Griezmann someone who at 28 has won the World Cup he wants to win you know bigger things at club level he's not going to win a lot of things as a you know playing for a team that says we are better defending than we are going forward well, that's that's Barca for you. They, they play 
sorry, that's uh, Atletico for mm. you. They, they, that team with Simeone has a siege mentality where every game is like a war. So it's, sometimes it's not just about how many goals they score. It's yeah. how, how much they're able to muscle you in the game. Yeah. How much they're able to frustrate you. And how much, how much they're able to, to, to wear you down. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that, and you know, to his credit, it's not, it's not as if many clubs haven't come for him. Yeah. It's just that I think he's comfortable there. And, you know, if you, if you know in, in Madrid, um, just being Atletico means it's not I mean it's very much unlike how Espanyol is to Barcelona yeah. where they're most like they're not you know it doesn't matter what Barcelona does yeah. they're comfortable where they are but Atletico uh, Atletico Madrid in, in Madrid has the un, un, unholy uh, situation where it doesn't matter what they achieve they they just just permanently in, yeah. the, shad- in the shadow of, yeah. of, of Real they're yeah. a good team but you know yeah. uh, they go to the Champions League finals how many times? Nobody acknowledges that. I mean, now they've got a fantastic new stadium in the Wanda Metropolitano. Fantastic still, stadium. Still, uh, no one does acknowledge him. What you have to acknowledge is that Sevilla are doing good things. They're back top of the table. And, and, and you know, certainly deserving to be top of the table. It wasn't the best performance they put in, but uh, they got exactly what they needed. And you talk about, you know, getting the result and, and, and knowing exactly what you're going into a game for. They did that. They top of the table and playing some good football as well, so which is really good to see. And maybe you might get your uh, your dream result coming out of the I, I would want to see yeah. either Sevilla or someone else win the, win the league. I think I've just had about enough of this... Meets <laughs> that, that those two must always win everything. I'll tell you what I've had enough of. I've had enough of Nigeria winning the women's AFCON. That's what I've had enough of. So <laughs> I can only hope that that opens the door. <laughs> I'm going to start with the Malis and, 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 and all of them and end with South Africa. Banyala, Banyala, uh, uh, you know, a favorite team of mine simply for the, the amazing job that they always do when they represent their nation they've got another chance now through to the semi-finals it's not going to be easy though no i mean look this tournament i think uh bayana bayana this is the seventh consecutive semi-finals mm. it's, it's, it says just one thing progress in the period they've, they've been to the olympics yeah um in the period you know they've come very close to being african champions and you know credit to des ellis because they had Vera Powell, mm. who you, you expect uh, would have achieved even more as, as coach. And usually we don't trust our our, our own nationals and our own yeah, Africans as yeah. African coaches. But you find that, you know, when 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 the Dutch uh, coach was was replaced, Des was almost given like a like a temporary appointment, you which know, was acting very strange. coach, which, which was, was, which was, which was rather strange. Yeah. Which was rather strange. very strange. And one thing about Des, because I know Des very well, I mean, I, wo- I worked with Des at Totline in Cape Town and she used to, uh, we used to spend, you know, so many hours uh, chatting and I would tell her, you know, get away from here and go go back to co- go and coach because she used to coach on uh, some, you know, community teams. Yeah. Even coach boys. But, you know, Des talks the game. She understands the game so much. If you listen to her, she knows the game. Yeah. And, and and one thing, what, what, what she's achieved um, with with this team, um, you know, people say, "Oh no, she won and the Costa well. Cup." She's won. She's gotten this team mm. to believe themselves. And you know, the way they beat Nigeria in that in that opening game, and then they went on to to get good scores against against Equatorial um, Guinea. And uh, I, 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 you know, I just feel like. You know how much of, of credit will be for this team if they actually emerge champions. Mm-hmm. My only fear is that, you know, the Falcons 
you know, they they they're so dominant that <laughs> that you know losing the first game, yeah, you know, was like a wake up, and suddenly, like you know, all of a sudden they, you know, they went clawing their, clawing their way yeah. back, and then mm. now you know if they. I, I think they can take out Cameroon in the semifinals, and then you know I hope Bayana arrive in the finals, not thinking oh we beat them before and, we can, and we can do it again. First, yeah. first, well, first that's, thing. That's exactly what you want from Bayana. No, 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 you no, don't no, want no, them to no, come no. in there with the reputation no, no. that Nigeria hold and think no, oh god. No, no, playing, listen. You know, yeah. you're playing against Nigeria. You have to respect them. They, they, but you have to be confident. As let well. me. You can be, you have to be confident. But the thing is that you have to put that other game behind you mm. and understand that you're meeting a different team. Because this was the first game, yeah. And the and don't, don't forget, Bayana got that goal like, you know, almost towards the end of the the, the end of the game. Yeah. Didn't mean Nigeria didn't, didn't didn't create chances; they missed some chances. But what you saw, even the games that Nigeria won six nil and whatever, the number of goals that they missed, this team might just pick, which is what they do. Yeah. A lot of time they might pick, <laughs> and then they're a different team. I still but remember. You know, you, you know, for me with Banyana, I, I think I want to, you know broaden it a bit. I really appreciate what Banyana has done in terms of the sphere of football in this country. And I'm going to compare it to the US women's national team mm. and how they are compared to the men's national team, Banyana with Bafana. <laughs> because yeah, we know we've been putting so much anger in Bafana. We get so upset when they yeah. lose. We lose our minds. We don't sleep. We don't eat. And we just forget that, okay, well, Banyana's doing well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why don't we then take our frustrations? Let's just put Bafana on pause for a sec. Let's just put our focus on Banyana mm. and give them, you know, uh, their the praise. Give them the, the credit where it's due. It's the same thing like with the in the USA that they have with the men's and the women's. Like, yeah. they, it's almost like there's this campaign to have the men's team up there with the yeah. best uh, national teams in the world. It's like, guys, when they your, do have your, the best, your women's team yeah. is the best. Oh, yeah, one of the best. They, so they focus on them. Yeah. So I think it's about time that maybe. We should actually start, this, you know, probably shifting the focus from Bafana to Banyan to say, guys, um, seven straight Afcon semi-finals. That's not that's not kids' play, yeah. regardless of gender and yeah. and um, you know um, level of quality that you might think which uh, side of the ball has got better quality. But seven straight is, is not easy, and they have a chance now to qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, which is another. I think big, we need to thing. rally yeah. behind Banyan and give them all the support and just you know, Bafana, we've got until March. <laughs> You know, to worry about them. But until now, I'm I'm actually, you know, maybe a bit disappointed that there is no campaign and no drive mm. to get more awareness into Banyana's progress. And, you know, going forward, I think it's about time we actually start putting Banyana up there as one of the national teams to look out for. Yeah. And I'm not just saying, you know... Um, in terms of okay if they're playing a friendly this i'm saying in terms of national hierarchy because mm. we have bafana up there we have the proteas up there we have uh, the springboks up there can we just also put banyana up there because yeah. they're actually playing well and you know credit to the girls i mean they beat the defending champions you know um look how south africa went nuts when we beat the springboks do you know what i mean we, we didn't we go just blacks, uh, yeah. when we beat the all black yeah. we didn't go as nuts when banyana beat nigeria yeah. so i don't I, I don't i don't i don't think people i don't think people realize how big an achievement that was they don't you know i don't think people realize because back in nigeria you know there was shock because this game was a day after uh, the the Bafana Bafana yes, Super Eagles yes. game. So I'm thinking, did, did, here, the, did the Falcons arrive? Uh, you know, with this uh, <laughs> altitude thing, did they arrive? No, no, they, they, they didn't. I'm just, I'm just saying that. I'm just checking. I'm just saying that because of how dominant the Falcons are, 
they, I mean, Falcons have never lost an opening game mm. Mm. at the AFCON, at the women's Af- AFCON. They never lost an opening. Even they've won that tournament in South Africa here, I think, twice or three times. Mm. Uh, there was one year when they won it in Tempisa, they got stoned by the fans. Yeah. <laughs> because not only, not only did they win, in fact, the game didn't finish. They, they, when they scored the second goal, yes, I remember. Because of because of the way the way they were dominant, they they passed the ball around and practically walked into the the, and the people of Timbiz. Uh, like, Tim- uh, uh, no, 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 no. This is this is not uh, Amadiski. <laughs> no, I mean we, we actually uh, we've we've had this chat off air as well. We all hope that Banyana can actually go and do it, and even you, Amy. No, no, honestly, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean I would love it. It's like you know, it's like in basketball. Angola were so dominant until 2015. Mm-hmm. They won every single one, apart from I think one that Senegal won. Yeah. And then you know Nigeria beat them um, for the first time in 2015 in the African men's basketball. It was such a big deal, mm. you know. And you know since then they haven't been, they haven't been able to win it. So you find that that with the Falcons they are so dominant. And they there was a time when they got as far as the quarterfinals. That was 1999 in the World Cup when they had Messi, Akidi and some really iconic players. So the, the Super Falcons over the years have produced, and they've got one of the best players in the world, Asisat. Yeah. Um, who's not even at her ultimate best. No, she hasn't, she hasn't been at, you know, best at all. At yeah. her best, but she got a hat-trick in the last game. So <laughs> it's it's not a, you know, there's still the semi-finals to navigate. And I hope, you know, both teams get to the final. It'll be nice to see to see South Africa and Nigeria in the finals. But, you know, for Bayana, maybe they'll hope that Cameroon does the job. And How, that, how, that how strong have South Africa and Nigeria's relationships been in the last two months? You know, <laughs> we've had Bafana and uh, the, the Eagles play, you know, in the last couple, you know, um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We had Banyana. Now we might have them no, but I, the I must final. say that, that for Bafana, they, they've, um, if for nothing, they've managed to go four games um, on beating against Nigeria. And that's something that we haven't seen in a long, long while. Mm-hmm. Nigeria is so dominant against them. And then, you know, with Falcons winning, then it says something about, you know, maybe it's not so bad. And if I look at um, how South Africans are doing well in sprints, mm-hmm. in athletics, where yeah. South Africa used to be so, Nigeria used to be so dominant in, in Nigeria. Look, Nigeria was the one country that challenged America and Canada and, mm-hmm. and Jamaica in, in sprints. Suddenly yeah. now you have South Africa doing so well. So it says that something is something I mean the gap is being closed, whether yeah. we want to accept it or not. But um it's still have to be the Falcons. Ah, the diplomat. <laughs> the diplomat. <laughs> well, we, 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 we can't close the show without touching on what has been a very interesting, if not crazy, week in, in, in world football and starting all the way in South America. And if, if, if you know anything about football in South America, you know that it's very, it's, it's eccentric. It, it can be, you know, lunacy. joy. It can be, can be joy. In, in, and then a minute later, literally lunacy. And that's precisely what we've seen. Hola. You know, the Copa, Lipid, Copa Libertadores, right? Is, um, it's a massive deal mm. in South America because the teams travel and it's two legs as well, right? It's not like the Champions League final yeah. or, you know, all these finals where it's just a, a showdown. It's two legs and the away team actually travel in numbers. And in some cases, they travel in such a bunch that obviously there's always an allocated amount, yeah. uh, amount of tickets. There's another some 10,000 or whatnot outside the stadium just there in prison. So when you do have River Plate Boca Juniors, you know, you then start to think maybe they should adopt the PSL thing and play that <laughs> in <it> <laughs> You know, because 
it's none of those teams are actually going to make it friendly or pleasant yeah. for no, the other for either true. coming into listen there were there were more Argent, Argentina fans in Rio for both the semi sorry, sorry for the finals of the yeah. World Cup in in 2014 uh, yes, 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 than the capacity yes, of the stadium yeah so I, in the morning I went to the in fact the night before I'd been at, at the Copacabana beach and I saw more and more arrival there they packed they didn't book into hotels they were in their cars then <laughs> they had caravans they had trucks and then I'm thinking Maracana in 1950 was was 200,000 people the stadium has been scaled down to yeah. even less than the size of of FNB, where are these guys going to fit into? They're supposed no to be playing idea. against Germany, and they, they were German. Fans. I mean, I'm saying like the game was starting, and they weren't going to the stadium. They were just there. They had t- <laughs> TVs, so these people travel like the entire Buenos Aires crosses into wherever. <laughs> and then think of a cup final where it is two teams from from that city. Mm. I've, I mean, I've been to, oh. to you know games where. It's like, they've got about eight teams. They used to have about eight teams in the Premier League there and they all had their, their stadium because, you know, they can't, uh, they can't share. And it's not like La Pombonera, <laughs> the stadium is like a, a FNB stadium, yeah. you know. It's a very compact mm. and slap bang in the middle of a neighborhood. So w- when those two teams meet, it's chaos. Literally, the whole neighborhood is yeah, chaos. It's, insane. it's friends. And I mean, we saw the videos going around with the women taping um, the flares onto the child's body. I, I mean, that... You know what? That's <laughs> where football, football sometimes goes to. being too. a fan and then there's just That fans. just goes to. And I'm glad she's been arrested because that's a bad thing. <laughs> I saw a tweet actually from, I think it was a, a journalist or something saying that he flew about 7,000 kilometers or something to try and watch two games of football and end up watching none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is absolutely remarkable. But no, I don't know what's going to happen. What, just what's move. the latest? You know, you know there's, 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 there's a, there's a the bid for the World Cup 2030 between Uruguay and, and yeah, Argentina. Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to So if you go back to 1930 when they both met in the finals, yeah. the, the difference between uh, both their capitals is the River Plate. Yes, yes. Mm. You know, so I mean, that that says everything about just you know how passionate fans are there. And, and even look, even when they had recession, when they had um, all of that, it didn't affect attendance mm. because for them, you know, going to the game is is a matter of uh, life and, and therapy. And, for them. and, and, and on, another, on, a, on a separate note, you know, we had this whole spot this morning on one of the uh, WhatsApp groups that, that for African football that I, I belong to, where one of the guys posted a picture of of um, a church event at FMB and the stadium was filled up yeah and then he says uh, uh, football fans can fill up the stadium but the church event filled up so they had pictures of of uh, Dr. Jordan and a few of the guys attending that whole whole event and I said to him it's marketing it's the it's the uh, it's the churches. Maybe the, the football clubs need to go and learn from the from the churches. <laughs> they would do well to do how, how to fill the stadium. But they would do Argentine very much fans <laughs> don't need all of that. They, no, 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 no. The problem is how to get some people not to come to the game. <laughs> <laughs> so advertise having an option to watch the game at home. Yeah, yeah <laughs> instead yeah. of coming to watch the it at home. We, before you even say we've, we're sold out, we don't have any more tickets to sell. A couple more items to to touch on, including I don't know if I was surprised by this, uh, Sergio Ramos accused of doping and I say I'm not surprised because 
maybe it's a terrible thing to say, but he just looks like someone who would uh, who would dabble in, yeah, <laughs> in some well, rather know, unsavory. Sergio Ramos's reputation, some of his say, behavior, his actually. image in the yeah. last couple of years uh, has really been tarnished. Yeah. You know, I'm sure Mika has got stronger points about. Uh, well, has he been tarnished, or has he actually tarnished I, I, it himself? I think, well, there you go. He yeah. tarnished it himself, yeah. right? And I think. When a report like this comes out, you know, um, I know I, I mentioned earlier, you know, when it rains, it pours because then you bring in his reputation, yeah. an allegation comes out, and immediately, right, that it's it, it's going to seem like the boy who cried wolf, cards. Uh, you know, a, situation. Yeah. And he's a good you know, I, I don't want to say he is, I don't want to say he isn't, <laughs> but I went Lance Armstrong heavy. No, the guy is clean. <laughs> Before you know it, he's on Oprah's couch confessing. So, uh, yeah, look, this is where Sergio Ramos is a good player. Um, for me, for me, one of the best um, defenders in the world. I, I thought, you know, this coming out after all, all of that drama with with uh, with Mohamed Salah in, in the in the Champions, Champions League, League mm. final. You know, people think that you know he must be under some kind of influence to act the way he acted in that game. But you know, um, let's give him the benefit of the doubt and hope that at the end of the day, either he's cleared or whatever. Because, mm. like you said, you know, you know, I, I used to be a huge fan of of uh, Mr. Armstrong and I thought, you know, with all, the, all of his cancer issues and what have you, you know, that was that whole, that whole, and then he's got this foundation, live strong mm, yeah. and all of that. So, you know, I don't know what good he does. <laughs> there's no real strong, no real strong <laughs> foundation from the Ramos camp. <laughs> Other than getting sent off, instigating people, but you know, yeah, this, is a, this is a guy who will, will still go on the right end and score. Uh, I mean, he's like, He's, he's, I think he's more Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde than anyone else. I can, I can definitely yeah. agree with yeah. that. And in closing, uh, here's a, it's a bit of a d- slowly developing and, qu- and gathering quite some pace as well. A uh, story of Neymar could very well be playing for Barcelona again. No, you know, I, uh, next season. Th- that's not going to happen. You I know, I know the rumor happen. is, you know, yeah. Embedded goes this way. Neymar goes that way. Look, he left because, you know, he also felt like he wanted a piece of his own, mm. wanted his own team and so forth. And look... And got I, there and found that and, and Bappe was making you know, his Bappe own. is now going to be given that team. <laughs> I think with Neymar, this was the problem I had with Neymar leaving in the first place, yeah. is that I think there was just too much celebrity uh, over football. Yeah. And him coming back to Barca, I don't think Barca need that. I don't think Barca handled that. They chased Ronaldinho out because of those reasons. Mm. So... Imagine Neymar has left Barcelona and he's, you know, built his brand as, mm. a, as a, the Neymar celebrity that he is. Him coming back to Barca with the ego coming back, mm. I don't think Barca can handle that. So, you know, he's a fantastic player. I just don't see it happening. Don't think it's gonna Neymar, happen. to me, I think, you know, he's bound for Real Madrid. I think he also wants that, you know, I left Barcelona and I went to Real Madrid. Mm. That's going to boost my profile. That's going to boost my pulling celebrity. A, pulling a Figo. I think that's what Neymar's out for. I don't well, think. Well, I mean, the, the the thing is, the whole thing with with Dembele continues, and it, it seems as if he's he doesn't have a future. It's been decided at Barcelona, so he leaves. It opens up that sort of position for someone like Neymar to come. Well, what I would have loved to see is would have been Neymar going to Real Madrid because there's a, there's a there's a gap there for a a marquee and Neymar, player, yeah, yeah, and then have Neymar up against um, you know. Up against uh, Messi, mm. you know, because I think that I think there's that that Ronaldo gap, which still might happen. Yeah, but you know what the problem I've had with Neymar is that because he sort of built his his 
the image, you know, the celebrity. It's going to be difficult to control him now. And it's going to be difficult for him to actually uh, be a bit subservient. Because, you know, Real Madrid, in some extent, to some extent, you know, they allowed Cristiano Ronaldo to get away with a few things. And, you know, rightfully so, the guy, you know, produced, the guy had the numbers, records, goals, well, Champions League, right? At, at Juventus, I mean, he's, right? he's got the most... Yeah. The most fastest, yes, fastest yeah. to 10 goals. It's the most tapping game. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the strikers have been doing like Juventus <laughs> before that. So my point is that image of Neymar, that celebrity, that brand coming to the Kings team, that's oil and water for me. That's mm. really oil and water. But I, it might happen. You know, we, we, football, they call it the crazy old game. The it's, thing is, Ronaldo came to Real Madrid and sort of built that. Mm. You know, the CR7 built and expanded that, you know, and the records came along with that. Now, Neymar, the brand has been built and he's taking it to Real Madrid. I'm not so sure they're ready for the circus to come to nah, town. Nah, it's possible. It's possible. It's Real Madrid right now needs, needs, they need, <laughs> they need someone. And, and you know, let, let's face it, who's uh, as good as Mbappe, Mbappe did in the World Cup and has been for, mm. for PSG. He's not got that level of... Yet. Of... Um, um, gravitas, yeah. you know that, you know, puts him at that at that level. If Mohamed Salah maybe, uh, no, at, at the at the point he's not a galactic. No, I, no, the, don't get me wrong. At the point where he was last season, but where he was and the goals that. He well, was, first of all, he needs current. to speak to Sergio Ramos before he comes. <laughs> ah, no, he wouldn't want to go. There. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna yeah. happen. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it it sounds like Neymar wants to go back to Spain. Either way, he, he you know reports yeah. suggest yeah. that he yeah, wants to go back to Spain. Yeah, better pay his taxes. <laughs> don't yeah, don't be surprised if two years, two seasons down the line, he's also going to court and trying to hide his face. Uh, in terms of all the taxes going on there but uh, i believe by the ne next time we do uh, go on air we would uh, have had uh, the, the, the spurs, the spurs. Losing to arsenal oh okay spurs losing to arsenal says Ola. um again i'm gonna super I'm falcons gonna beat uh, or losing to to south africa in well, uh, the african women's final I, I, don't say i didn't warn you but in closing i have to say you two owe me a bottle of water. Uh uh. Uh uh. I, I, I believe water. I have to set, I have, I have to decide what it is that I'm being owned. Just know, just know to all of you that are listening, just know that I am being who, owed. Who's Man City playing this weekend? Uh, and nobody cares who they playing this weekend. Uh, what we care about is who they played. Who and you guys were, weekend? you guys were soldiers and uh, you, you decided to put your, your rivalries aside and against me gang up in saying that West Ham United were going to avoid defeat against Manchester City. Nah, next, one of next, those games. Uh, I also went out saying, oh, next no, time, no, no, next no, 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 Man United, Hammer and Crystal guys, Palace. Next time I'm, next I'm, in, London, I'm, not going, I have not I'm in London, London, I go to their stadium, I'm not going to their stadium anymore. Amika, they totally Amika. But in any case, You're making you, your problems, mate. I'm want, saying... We'll buy you, we'll buy you, <laughs> next week we'll buy you... I'm old. Uh, yeah, we'll buy you something next week. Okay. It will come around. You, you deserve it. I deserve uh, it. Yeah, I deserve it. <laughs> Absolutely. And but, all but, of you but, deserve it. By the way, who is my United playing next weekend? I do not even know. I do not even care. This is what happens to United fans now. Yeah, no. Honestly, no, no. We can't. I, I can't, I can't watch. Yeah. I, can't, I can't watch a United game anymore. I honestly can't watch a United game. But uh, we do hope that you have a fantastic week. And uh, if you're an Arsenal fan, good luck. If you're a Spurs fan, I hope you absolutely hammer the Gunners. On that note, my name is Luas Izikubu. Hola, Makwaza. Emeka, Nyadike. And from all of us, Pitch Invasion, goodbye.